We are back here on 93.7 The Ticket with our breaking news brought to you by Hydration Spa. Of course, today, the breaking news, Nebraska has found their new head coach, Matt Rule, uh, has been hired. It's an eight-year deal, and we'll get a press conference on Monday. Uh, I'm Jake Bachman. We have DP uh, on as well as Jay Foreman. So uh, I'm sure the listeners would be interested to hear. I know we've heard a lot from DP, but at least to get Jay's gut reaction uh, to the hire here. Hey, man, it's, uh, I don't, it, you know, I'm not shocked because his name, is, you know, has been his name has been connected to Nebraska, whether it was any tread to it, uh, probably ever since he got fired in Carolina. So doesn't come as a surprise. I, um you know, I know he's a good football coach. I know that. You know, I've, I've, uh, you know, when I heard him coach down at the Senior Bowl. Now, granted, this is when the Panther. Well, I think maybe he just took over the Panthers, and so they got to work the Senior Bowl. He's mic'd up, so I don't necessarily think he was fake coaching it. You could just tell he likes to coach, and um, and he's a good coach, and so he's done good things at Temple. Um, he's a Penn, a Penn State guy by trade, and so I'm sure, you know. Um, his physicality part of his mindset or, you know, his, 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 uh, you know, football, you know, brand probably come from those roots. And, and, uh, cause you know, in the big 12, they were more RPO and, and piecing together some stuff. And they're, you know, they were, they weren't the most physical team in the big 12, but they might've been in the second or third. So that lets you know, they had some sort of physical mentality. Their defensive line was really good. Um, actually they had, I think he was from Omaha. He was from Nebraska and he went down there. I forget his name. He was the big 12 defense lineman of the year. And he ended up playing a few years in the league, got drafted by the Bengals. And, um, so, you know, you, you know, you, you know, he has leadership qualities to take temple who is, has never been a football school. Maybe when Bruce Arians was there, I think, and, you know, I think that was ever maybe, I don't, yeah, Bruce Arians was there for a little while. Matt Rule did did well there. Then he went down to Baylor, and um, you know the first year they were one and eleven. That's just kind of dealing with the aftermath. Of Art Art Briles and went seven and six, and then what eleven and two or you know whatever. And so he, and then he had an opportunity to go to NFL. So you know at that point in time he was probably the the most sought after coach if your NFL is going to hire college coaches just because of the structure that he brings. Um, he likes to do you know one thing is he he's going to do it his way. But that's what you're getting paid for. You know, you get an eight-year deal, which is pretty – that's odd. You know, we just yeah. got done We just got done giving a dude nine – pretty much a nine-year deal. You signed – he signed the original seven-year deal. Then after two years of losing, he got a two-year extra extension. You know, we're going eight years. That's probably – but I, I think a little bit has to do with the contract with Carolina. Probably had to spread that stuff out. So, um. You know, I mean, look, I don't, you know, as long as he coaches well and does what he needs to do, then I'm going to support the university. I don't have any problems with him, you know. Um, I'm not looking for, you know, the exciting hire or whatever. I just want a football coach who wants to coach. Now, um, you know, I'm assuming him from being from Penn State, he's going to be, he's going to probably welcome more of the traditions of former players, alumni, and stuff like that, maybe even more than Frost um, because he's been through it before. If there's a, if there's a university – with their former players and alumni that's kind of like Nebraska, but, you know, small, you know, community, definitely involved, um, definitely willing to help. It's Penn State, you know, whether it's – they have a advisory committee of, like, Brandon Short, Franco Harris, Shane Conlon, uh, you know, guys of different eras where they can help them, 
you know, helped the university. And they, they were Matt Millen and those guys, they all stay pretty tight to each other. And that's as is what Nebraska does. So I think this kind of works out, you know, this won't be adverse to him. He won't, I'm assuming now, I'm assuming he's not going to fight it or anything like that. But ultimately, you know, he's just going to be judged. He's going to be judged on how he builds this team and builds this university, you know, for long-term, not just for two or three years, you know, you, you, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm assuming with an eight year deal, you're going to be getting paid pretty handsomely. So, you know, you, you know, the expectations are going to be next year. This isn't Baylor where you're taking over after all art Bryles and it, you know, you're pretty much almost on the death penalty and you got, sexual assault alligate you just got you know a black a super black cow over the university you know it's just uh the brand of football didn't match up and 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 things spiraled out of control and you know that you know um met you know matt rule will bring some structure in and he'll he'll do the identity everything else is he's got to handle you know i think he, i think if i think if he's humbled by the NFL experience. I think it'll bode well for him coaching kids right now because when he was successful at Baylor, it's pre-NIL. So people don't understand. This is why people, like when you go from the NFL to college or from college to the NFL, th these coaches struggle. And, you know, everybody thinks Nick Saban wasn't successful in the NFL. He actually was that last year. He had them rolling. But he knew in order to get where he wanted to be in the coaching profession – he could do it at Alabama because he had the holistic support. As you see, Miami's been through a lot of Dolphins. Their, their, you know, their football part is different. The reason why coaches struggle from co uh, college to the pros, and and is because up until pre NIL, they controlled your your destiny as a coach, so they could dictate everything. In the pros, you can't. You're dealing with grown men. You could have a guy that's a fresh rookie, and he could be single. And the same guy in the rookie class could already been married two years and have two kids. So you got to deal with people on a different level. And it's a hard transition to do that, right? Because it's all about relationships. Now you go right here and you fast forward after NIL or pre-NIL to now. Now you have, when you recruit kids, you have to treat them like maybe young men, but you got to treat them on a different level than you would pre-NIL. Yeah. Because whether it's the transfer portal, which always makes you re-recruit your roster, and NIL. So and this is yeah are are the guys in the in you know across the board making what NFL players are making no but when you go from making nothing to say fifty thousand dollars a year or even twenty five dollars a year or twenty five thousand or in some cases at Nebraska where you're two or three four hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever it is you're getting paid as much as sometimes assistance but at the end of the day you're going from a very minimal far far as scholarship check and ability to have a job in the off season to making six figures. So then, therefore, how you deal with them and the relationships you build with them have to go beyond football. And that's why Mickey was so successful here in a, a sewage, in, in a, in a uh, muddy water situation where most people have failed because his, his relationships with his players were genuine. They knew they could trust that dude. Yeah, and I, and I I think the NFL stuff is just kind of fascinating here. Does because you know I've still got to kind of dive in. Uh, we'll learn a lot more about Matt Rule in the coming days, but he seems to be you're you know, gonna learn you're gonna learn what he wants you to know. Right, that's true too, and, I mean, and we'll get pumped you know, yeah, up. No, yeah, you're gonna learn what he wants you. The NFL yeah. thing. Look, when you get hired as a coach in the NFL, generally you're going to a crappy team, so mm. you're not gonna you know you know you have the you know Sean Payton goes to New Orleans, but they had talent there. You know, and so they need a structure or like, 
you know, you'll get the oddity. But generally, like when you when you get a head coaching job at Detroit, that's a losing order. You just you're right, yeah, Houston, tough. You're Houston. T- you're not. They're not set up for success, and so they either got big salary cap issues, structure issues, or just not very good players. And so the NFL, they would use it used to give you like four or five years to figure it out. Now they'll cut bait real quickly. Yeah. He's, so, the, so the NFL thing, then the record doesn't mean anything to me. It, well, it does, obviously. But, uh, you know, one thing they did up there, I'll tell you this, they played D. That, mm-hmm. that, that's what they did. Now, I think when you have a ton of money, you know, thrown into Christian McCaffrey and he he went through like two years or your first two years of being hurt, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that he didn't do well was how he handled the Cam Newton situation. That's the biggest mistake he could he made. And I'm pretty sure he he mentioned it a little bit is because you have an iconic figure that you needed to. There's certain ways that you, even if you're moving on, there's the timing of it and how you handle it, even though you might not want to do it, it you know. And he might not not have known it, and you know it's not just his fault. It's the ownership as well, because as an owner, you have to dissipate. You know that's got to trickle down from you too. So I think the whole thing was a learning experience, and I think you know learning how to operate in a big. Uh, organization like that you know i think if he could take the positive and negatives and hopefully bring them to nebraska and be successful yeah and i, I know there's a lot of i mean when you look at it it's just it's it's weird because like you said usually nfl coaches would get a longer time but more than that they usually at least you know you hire a guy and he'll get his young quarterback in and matt rule is never able to do that he was playing you know hot hot potato at quarterback never had you know a top, probably a top 15 type of quarterback in the right. league yeah. um and yeah. you know that can kind of you know that can hold you back and hold your ceiling back a little bit as well well that and well number one you didn't sam darnold he's always kind of injured you know they traded for him i think right away and then he's always injured and christian mccaffrey got hurt yeah and he was always in and out of lineup and then when he played it was never anything consistent and um didn't have a true number one either but they played really good defense um and then you know i think he had a lot of you know power to you know kind of make some roster moves and then you know, remember the whole Baker Mayfield, was he going there or not? I don't necessarily know if he truly signed off on that. So then you're set up to kind of failure. The NFL is is weird because a lot of things can be in your control, but then it be out of your control as well. You know, you, you sign up and think, I got Christian McCaffrey. This dude has been, you know, whether you like fantasy football or just reality, he's been a weapon. Yeah. He's never pretty much on the field for, you know, two years of your first two years. And when you start losing at the rate that, that they lost at times and, uh, you know, then everybody wants to, you know, look for somebody to blame. Now, I think a little bit, you know, because he was kind of like locking step with the GM, if I think I remember correctly. So then you assume more power, but then you assume more responsibility. So I think it's all a learning experience. And it is an old saying, you get hired as a coach, you get fired. And, uh, you know, he's a, he, he seems like a football coach, so it doesn't really matter where it's at. Now, he, he'll have to – you know, one of the best things he'll do is probably keep a co- close connection with Coach Osborne and understand how he's doing. Trevor, make sure he does those things the right way for the and be pure about it as well. Don't go through it for the photo op, right? And don't do it for the first year. Let's see how many years you do it and what you learn from it because, you know, coaching in the Big Ten is obviously different. We've seen it, you know, and, and you have to adapt to it. I, I mean, you know, uh, and Baylor, you know, his offense, you know, but you, you got also got to be, you got also got to make sure that like a Temple, they, they they probably didn't have like a big time back, hmm. um, you know, um, there's guys like Deion Dawkins that play for the Buffalo Bills. I swear by him, 
That's you know, and so it just kind of depends. And, you know, he probably did a lot with a little bit less of support and, and resources in Temple, but he embraced that job. And so that's why you just assume that he'll do it. And he's done it a couple of times, too, in an adverse situation. So that's maybe why he was so appealing to Trev and whoever made the uh, decision because uh, you can kind of do comparables to the situation here in Nebraska. Well, and it's interesting, too, if you look at the, the Temple part of it. I know a lot of people, you know, he's probably more hired based off what he did at Baylor, but Temple is that at stepping stone job. But he's not, like, alone in having success there. Uh, in fact, he was part of a string of four straight coaches that used Temple to get Power 5 jobs. Al Golden, Steve Adazio, him, and then Jeff Collins. So um, it's yeah, kind I of mean, interesting. There, there are, there, you know, Temple's been able to win with several different guys. One of my best friends in the whole wide world um, coached with him at Temple. He just started out as a GA. In, uh, you know, Sean, was, Sean won a national championship at uh, Tennessee. We played, you know, eight, eight years together. Not together, but, you know, we were drafted together and ended up, you know, playing eight, nine years together in the NFL. Still, you know, obviously very close. He said Matt Rule can recruit, he can coach, um, he has structure, he's a worker, um, he can deal with both, you know, both sides in the locker room, um, he can deal with the schmoozers, you know, and so that's what makes him appealing. So I think that, uh, look, Trev made his choice, everybody needs to support it, um, you know, if Matt Rule ever called me up and asked me for advice, I said you better be be over there to one Mickey Drive and figuring out how to have a conversation with him, how we can work something out. That would yeah. that would put him three steps ahead of the process instead of three steps behind. Straight up, and and that would be something that would. T- and, and this is if it's different. If Mickey decides to leave for a better opportunity or for an opportunity he wants, so be it. But if it's not something that he tries to do it's 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 probably i mean you want to make this transition as easy as possible i'm assuming he's going to be making six plus million dollars a year yeah the pressure with that dude is is we're not we're we're nebraska's not going to be waiting nebraska fan base isn't going to be um be okay with you winning three or four games next year you know and they shouldn't you want you want four you want four games with with an interim coach on the run, on the fly. Yeah. So if you're getting paid six million dollars, why do they? Why do people need to wait for you to win four games? That is the fascinating part about his resume. It is you know the first year it seems to be break it down and build it from the ground up. Um, and I, I know that fans will be pretty impatient if that does well, happen. I mean, but it, sometimes it, it, the patience will come from if you see re- realistic, um, sustainable football. Yeah. Because if you, because if it looks it, like it's going somewhere. Well, if you got if you got a if you got a if you had to re-recruit and say you lose a whole bunch of people on your roster, then you ha- you're kind of playing, you know, you're fighting an uphill battle because you're playing against grown men. But you see the process, you see a disciplined football team, you see a physical football team. Maybe you see some young guys that need to develop in the weight room, classroom, and then on the field. But you see them making plays. You can deal with that. But if you think if you think the fans are going to be okay with paying somebody that type of money and go get your head beaten, you crazy. Yeah, I, I, I do, I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, at the same time, I kind of think, you know, if, sometimes if, if you get the results of somebody that you hire that has done it before, you know, it, it is, is what you hired. But uh, we have AD in the room as well. AD would like to get your gut reaction on the news this morning. You know, before I go to the, to the news, I, I, I'm still thrilled we beat Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a, 
another, you know, thing is that they, you know, they, you know, the funny thing is, uh, I got a text from one of my friends I played with in the mm-hmm. NFL. He was like, "Man, you guys paid two coaches sixty million dollars, and you probably didn't pay this man sixty grand. He didn't did something that they couldn't do." Yeah, mm-hmm. Mickey, Mickey, um, and I'm gonna say this, and before I even go to, even to the Matt Rule situation, last night, Jay. And I posted a picture on Facebook, and you, you may have seen it, maybe not have seen it. I, I literally have my hands in my head, DP and Jay and Bach, because it's the first time in seven years we've beat Iowa. And think about this, at Iowa. Yeah. At Iowa. And for those kids to show the resolve that they did, because yeah, they were 20, what, 24 nothing, Bach? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm 24 nothing. And I didn't feel comfortable. I don't know about, did you guys feel comfortable at 24 nothing? No. And that's why my voice is still. Messed up right now because <laughs> I was yelling so much. And then me and Jake were on the show last night. We did Tanner's the post game and, and Vershawn. We did the post game last night. But, dude, I'm still – I woke up this morning. I'm like, we freaking beat Iowa right. at Iowa and spoiled all their things. I wish this news would have came out Sunday, mm-hmm. tomorrow, rather than today. And DP mentioned that uh, earlier. Let them have this 24 hours. I mean, they got it, but the, the, the reason why I came out today is so they could be on the news cycle, man. It, it's, you're right. Yeah, game I mean, day. Heavy game day. Heavy, yeah. heavy, game, yeah. day. Yeah. heavy yeah. game day. I mean, there's 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 advantages to that and disadvantages to exactly. it. And you know what, Jay, though? Uh, you know, I just think that that was big for those kids. Um, Jay, seven years, bro. Oh, I, I know that, man. I, I get it, dude. I mean, I understand. I mean, losing one game, I'm too, I like, uptight. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's, it's you know, look, man, at the end of the day, it's been a long season. I think Mickey kind of just was waiting to see what was going to what's gonna happen. And, you know, the funny thing is everybody's saying let them have a – let the – I'm all for letting the players, you know, let them celebrate. But then people it's a been, but people have been calling for weeks to have an announcement. It's a business. So now, yeah. so now you it's got the announcement. Let's deal with it. But it's I also think there's a way you could have handled it. I yep. do say that because games are going on all day. Yep. Now, granted, now you know I'm gonna tell you this: stuff magically leaks out of there. You know, because we just had a coach that was worried about leaks and stuff been leaking before you got here and before and after. Right. Because stuff been leaking right. out for a while. A while. Right. So. Right. I understand it, and uh, there is no perfect way to do this because. <laughs> You know, uh, he now the pressure went from Trev making the decision. Now the decision decision's made. Now Matt Rule's got to make his first big decision before he even stepped foot in here, mm. straight up. Mm. And Talk it, about it. It, it. I mean, straight up. I mean, that's what it is. It's. It's. I mean. I mean, it's not. It's not going to make or break him. But I'm all for. I'm all for like if I'm taking a big time job. You know, I'm trying to make that transition easier. Yeah. And the thing about Mickey that's different than people that were here before. He's not a backstabber, man. Mickey's about his business. So when you when you if you if you hired him, he's not here trying to be the head coach, and he's the associate head coach, and he's the whatever title you know you know whatever they choose. He okay, he's going to do that because mm-hmm. he did it before, right? Because because right. because you know, and so that's where you know the con- in, in it'd be a short conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know, I texted one of my buddies that, that you know that live down there, where close. Um, he says, "Hey man, he's like, hey, he said like, he's gonna bring some structure, and he highlighted structure, mm-hmm. and he's like, he likes to do it his way, mm-hmm. so I can respect that. Now, we just had an offensive coordinator like do it his way, and that, I'm gonna tell you what, I ain't gonna talk about that game yesterday, but that third down play, that that oh. that, that the razzle, medazzle, all that type of stuff. <sighs> See, that's why I can't be a coach." 
<laughs> right? Because I would just put I would just put the headphones down, hand them to AG or AD, and say, "Bump it, I'm going upstairs." <laughs> yeah, hey, AD, you know me, right? I know you. Right? I just throw the headphones. They said, "Where's Jay? He didn't go crazy." You know what I'm saying? He's outside the stadium. He's right outside. Now. Just nah, walking. Hey, hey, I'm at hey I'm at the coach's box. Hey, <laughs> don't let him in. No, I'm coming in. You know, but, but uh, you know, I think I think Matt Rule will do his deal, and um, you know, I, I I think that if you know the NFL is a humbling sport, a humbling place, man. Whether you're a coach or a player, um, and how you deal with it. The one thing that I like, I, I you know, he he told on himself though in NFL Network, he won't admit it, you know. But I'm big on listening to what people say. I'm big on to listen to coaches what they say during the week. They'll tell you what they're gonna do. Yeah, these people are dumb enough. They just be just don't even be paying attention because they don't want to listen. He was on NFL Network, and they asked him about his time in Carolina, what he would do different. First thing out of his mouth, he's mentioned relationships. That's going to be huge. Yeah, relationships okay? big. With the players. Um, then he tried to get back to year three, and just things didn't work out well. So be it. So that lets you know that he has some sort of like self-reflection, and that's huge, especially mm-hmm. when you're getting paid enormous amount of money and you are the guy. So that has some self-reflection. Then he mm-hmm. went back and, and he looked at schematics, what he could have done better, X, Y, Z, and watching. Right. So that means he's he's right back in it. Right. And then also number four is he has the support of his family. Son told him, man, go coach. This is what you want to this is, this is who you are, support. So that lets me know there is no emotional tag away from him from doing his job. Mm-hmm. And then and then for him to not – for him to want to get back into it, maybe in his wheelhouse with that fresh of reality and humbleness – Let's you know that he he loves the coach. He's not you're not gonna see him, and I'm sure he could. I mean, because he's got a good personality, he can be on TV. I mean, he could oh, be yeah. up there just like anybody else. Yeah. Um, but he chose to get back into it. So, but he did say he's like, man, I could be you know coaching. On, I think his quote on the NFL Network, he's like, I could have a job Monday or I could have one in a month. The when the first thing that comes out of your mouth is the day that you think you're gonna get hired. And when's he gonna yeah. when's that press conference gonna be Monday? Monday. What yeah. time is that Monday? I don't know. I have not seen that. Yeah. Bach, what are they saying Monday? I've I knew. Yeah. I knew. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason says, uh, Corey Lincoln says, uh, good point, Temple Coaches Bach. Uh, Jason says, uh, what's up, guys? Just wanted to ask and love you guys. Just wanted to ask, do you think Matt will keep Mickey on staff? Uh, we'll get to that in a second here as well. Downtown Scott A4 says, Bleak Road coming back too. Yeah, he is coming yeah. back. You know, Bleak Road. Kicker, yeah, yeah, and the, and the punter, he, 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 yeah, <laughs> and the punter. Yeah, he put it out hey, look, there. Look, man, I, I mean, look, Matt Rule's been through this before. He's gonna have to go in there and re-recruit rosters. He's look, he had to rehab a roster um, at Baylor that had a lot yeah, of bad apples and try to get That's those. Right. I mean, you talk about in holding, a bad situation, bad, too, I mean, yeah, bad situation. Bad I don't know situation. if they lost scholarships, but they definitely. He he was not the head coach of Baylor the first year it was, people were still talking about Art Briles and the stuff he did in in let go on mm-hmm. and it wasn't just the football pro it was just athletic department period it was so he came yeah. in and had to you know exterminate a lot of rats and and stuff like he that did. So, so you got to give him credit for that and uh, you know to his um and he brought them back to, rep- to to respectability, man. Big oh, time. Yeah, I mean, they, Matt Rule yeah, did a and, heck of a job. And with for that. him, you got to think Trev's done a lot of that. Yeah, Trev, he does. Trev's done a lot of the hard he work. So, so for him, he did and has. His, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And <clears throat> continue to be there, lock us up. So I think for him, to the when he looks at this job, he and, and he's like, man, I can actually just you know hit the ground running and coach, build a staff versus. Let me go in here and extern- and do a whole bunch of stuff. I'm, you know, but that's part of the job at right. Baylor, and that's right. the risk that you take right. that first year. Now, granted, 
I, if I'm paying him a bit, I would like to have seen more more than one win, but it went right back to seven and six. So that lets me know in in a matter of a you know six to nine months, his culture can and take over pretty quickly. I think he's I think he's ahead of the game right now because of what Mickey's done. You know and, what? And so that's why I would be. It's going to be really interesting to me to see how he approaches Mickey. And Jay, nobody will know because we won't be there. We won't be exactly, Jay. But but you'll know right. without knowing. Again, right. if you listen to what people say and you see how they move, you'll get every answer that yep. you know. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think it I think it's I think for him he if if granted, if he called me I was to do I'll be like, "Dude, you you playing with house money. Like you in a position right now, dude, if you just come in and coach and just, you know, I know he, you know he's a man of faith and I'll do all that stuff and then had a relationship with the players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, you, you if you know when James Frank or when that Penn State job comes, I mean, and this to be honest, I'll tell you this. I know it's an 8-year contract. But we've seen in college football, you on a 1-year contract. Mm-hmm. You mess around have a have a bad lapse of judgment, you 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 up out of here. That's right. That's right? right. They will That's forklift reality. you up out of here like the grave digger uh, Gilbert <laughs> Brown. But I'm going to tell you this though. But I'm going to also tell you this. Let's be honest. Let's just keep it real right here. Now, granted, I would, you know, I, I do. This is probably like the. This is Dubai for for Mickey, you know. You know what I mean. This is the place that he wants to. be. He could yeah. coach here till he's like, man, I'm done coaching. Right. Matt Rule might not be like that. That's right. not really actually a fault, because if he comes, you know, here's where it's only a fault if he comes here and and doesn't do his work. Right. I think him working is never. He is, you know what I'm saying? He's going to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's his, he's a, you know what I'm saying? So you're, yeah. so that right there is going to be a change to what was before. He's going to work. You ain't, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with having fun, dude. Right. Nick Saban golfs. He goes, to, he goes, right. gets on his boat. He does all that stuff. Right. But homeboy right. works. Yeah. So he's going to work. So if Matt Rule comes in and is successful, just say in five years, right? Or four years. Mm-hmm. Big Ten West Championship, maybe gets to Indianapolis and Penn State comes calling and that's where he's from. Don't you dare be mad. Right, because he man. did what he's supposed to do. Right. Jay, I got a few here from uh, the Texas. Chase B says, no matter who was hired, I, I'm, I'm going, I was going to support whoever sat in that chair. Uh, let's rule the Big Ten. <laughs> I, like, I like the wordplay right there. I like the wordplay there, Chase. And, Jay, also we got uh, Baylor had like 45 scholarships near the death penalty three years later the Sugar Bowl, and that's Byron right there. And Byron, you're exactly right. Yeah. Jay, so when you think about that, man, I'm going I'm, I'm to throw this to you. And, and Thomas and Lincoln. Thomas, what's up, big dog? Do you think that rule leaves three or four years, and if Mickey is here, does it goes to Mickey? I'm not sure about yeah, any of that. Yeah, but, Jay, you think about that. They were in the death penalty. Pretty much, yeah, the modern-day death penalty. Yeah, because yeah. you think about SMU back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that was when They serious. basically shut the program down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, fam? Yeah. Jay, you think about that. You look at rules back. And I'm, I'm going I'm to mention this. I said it, and we said it on, your, on our show, and I know you've said it, the same thing on Old School, Jay, you and DP. No matter who the coach is, I've been a Husker fan. Uh, I'm 48 years old. Jay, you're 46, right? Yeah. 46. 46, yeah. Bach, how old are you, big dog? 32. Okay, you're youngin'. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, young whippersnapper. Yeah, well, well, young whippersnapper. <laughs> I've supported whoever came because the N on that helmet is bigger than the name. Yeah. No matter who's here, it's going to oh, be bigger. Yeah. And I'm going to support the heck out of Matt Roll. Oh, yeah. Support the heck out of him. Yeah. Jay, you look at what he did at Baylor in the situation that we're they were dealing with right there. How does that translate to here, though? Well, I mean, every place that if you're a coach, you take the good and bad, and, you, and it's something that you can draw back on. He's been successful at 
two places that historically have not been good at football. And, Jay, think about this real fast. Mm -hmm. Three years from the death penalty, basically, he took them to a Sugar Bowl. Yeah. And so, he look, he you know, all the uh, uh, Texas coaches like him. Um, And he's done really good because he's out there evaluating each player. And he's taking some guys. I know there's a defense. I forget the defensive tackle's name that's from Nebraska, had Nebraska ties, and he went down to Baylor, and he was just unstoppable. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, what he's done is, is, is second to none. And so give him give him uh, his props on what what uh, he's he's able to do. Now, you're, he's able to draw on experience and maybe even talk to Trev about some stuff that with the inner workings of an athletic department as you're trying to make transition from being a losing place. You know what I'm saying? I know our brows, our brows was throwing, you know, he was kind of like that air raid, throw it all around and do all that stuff. Where Matt Rule was a little bit more RPO, kind of what you saw in Temple, which is P.J. Right. Walker. But let me tell you something. P.J. Walker, Walker can throw the rock. Yeah. Okay, so he's able to he, – it's not just RPO like when we had Adrian Martinez where, you know, he couldn't really throw any route. He can, he, he's going he's gonna to test you with the, with the route tree. Now, look, if you got, you got a runner like what, what we got now in Anthony Grant – and we rehab that offensive line, so his RPO game is going to be straight, you know, and, and it's going to be, you know, real real detail oriented. The passing routes are going to be right. good. He's going to be able to develop talent. He's going to coach guys hard. Um, if you guys can go back and watch him, you know, coaching at the Senior Bowl when a YouTube of him, you can see a guy that's really coaching, and I'm sure his staff is the same. So, you know, I think he's going to do what he needs to do. I think you know he's going to have a good mix of probably some guys that he's coached with before, and I'm assuming he's going to you know keep one, two, maybe three guys in the other. Of the staff that's here, I, that's what I would hope so and assume. And um, look, a lot of these guys are in the coach. If 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 you're a, if you're a professional and you are getting getting paid to do a job, and you decide that you're going to take a job and coach, so the guy that's essentially paying you or helping you get paid not be successful, then you don't need to be coaching at all. Right. Exactly. So exactly. I don't I don't think any of that any of that would happen. You know that's why I, you know. I'm not saying a new coach would come in and just, you know, take the, on the new staff, right? But I'm saying that it, it shouldn't be, you know, such an advert, you know, a, a one-off that, like, oh, he, he keeps two or three guys. I'm like, what you – like, we already just went through that. You already, what yeah. you scared of? Because right. if you're doing good work, a coach loves the coach. And a coach can help you do your job better, take some of the pressure off you, and teach you the inner workings. This didn't work before. We've seen it. We're here. This is what we did to change the culture to the right way. And with the help of you, we can take it to another way and then go forward with it. So, you know, I think it's just one of those things that, uh, you, you know, you got to really, you know, sometimes you, when you make decisions, you got to get out of your own way. And, uh, and look, you're the head man. Ain't nobody, there ain't no discrepancies now. Okay. The decision's made. Whether you like it, hate it, or indifferent, the decision's made. So everybody needs to get, you know, don't, don't, don't run down the O Street cheering like you won something and don't be don't be going down to the to the the stadium and waiting for trev to get there and be mad at trev and all that that ain't doing nothing so everybody needs to get on the wagon and you know support the support what's going on and still have expectations and then hold them to the expectation realistic expectations and let this man do his job Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you put your head in the sand because we just been here through a year we've seen what didn't work yeah, yeah, and we've seen what was coming through four years, or assuming what we were coming for four years, or whatever, you know. And like I said, I think that there were situations when during Frost tenure that he didn't have any control over that curtailed his his success here. Yeah, some was on his own doing, some was COVID. He can't control that, right? Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. You only can control how you come out of it. So, 
it's not all bad. It's not you're not taking over a Baylor. So that's why I don't have Baylor first year expectations. Mm-hmm. You're right. not taking over Temple. So that's why I don't have Temple mm-hmm. first year expectations. Mm-hmm. Do I think they they're going to go uh, 12 and 0 and be, you know, sitting here ready to go to Indianapolis and we just got to win one game and go to power or college football playoff next year? No. But I just seen this man take a team, a less talented team versus a team last year and go into Iowa and beat a team that had, that had every Thing on mm. the earth to play for. I'm mm. talking about the coaches had bonuses on the line. Mm. Players probably had NIL mm. bonuses on the line. Mm. People had St. Elmo. St. Elmo uh, reservations was just probably just as important, <laughs> right? And they were thinking, even if we go to the to the Big Ten championship and lose, we're going to the Rose Bowl. There's another bonus, right? So you had a team that already knew that most likely Mickey wasn't going to be the head coach. The, the players ain't stupid, so they really they had every reason to go up there and just tap out. Right, and they didn't. And so what they did on the leadership of him and the coaching staff and the culture that he created or rehabbed in four, you know, you know, six, seven weeks, right? Yeah. Right, so it, right. Where he said, okay, listen here, this is our last ride. Let's go do – look, we just let ourselves down. The seniors, you just lost – we just lost you your your last home game. Yep. What's better than go up there and ruin Iowa seniors better? That's their bowl game, man. Oh, yeah. They're the team that actually had a breakthrough that two coaches couldn't do. Vershawn Jackson joining us as well as AD – and Jay Foreman. So, uh, guys, I'll, I'll go ahead and send it over to you. First of all, let's get let's hear from Vershawn. Vershawn, your initial reactions to the hire here of Matt Rule at Nebraska. Oh, I mean, it is what it is. I think you know all the rumors and here, there, and everywhere. Um, I'm kind of I'm still shocked. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I'm shocked about it. Um, Why are you shocked, VJ? I, Vig- I'm, I'm only Vig- shocked. I'm, I mean, you I'm, shocked, I'm man. All- I'm, on, I'm only sh- listen. <laughs> I'm only shocked, Jay, mm-hmm. because you know it took such everything away from the biggest win in the history of Nebraska football in the last seven eight years. Mm-hmm. So now we're not talking about the fact that we beat Iowa on Iowa's field. The fact that we beat them, we're talking about the fact that we have a new new coach, and I think that's that that's great. I think it could have waited till Sunday, but again, I'm not the, the the powers that be. There's a new rule in town, and I'm interested to see what his identity is going to be on offense, on defense, on special teams. Well, um, I'm I interested this, in uh, what we what we what we see. Hold on, Jay. I'm interested on what spring ball is going to look like, and our strength and conditioning is going to look like. And all those things that make a football program powerful. I hope that Mickey is on the staff um, just because of and – and I hope they're just not hiring Mickey just to hire Mickey because you don't want people leaving the program because Mickey's not there. I hope that we're hiring Mickey because he's an intricate part. And just like he's got an eight-year deal, that we put Mickey on a long-term deal as well. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think that um, you know, I think when if you go back and look, you know, he played they, you know, they played some D, you know, wherever he's been at Carolina. They had pretty good defense. Generally, when when they aren't weren't able to generate some offense, and um, you know, Baylor they played some D opportunistic. I think you know, look, man, he had uh, I think his name Hassan Reddick. You know, he was a first round pick. You know, they had Deion Dawkins the year. You know, the year that they were really good at Temple. So I mean, he's developed some talent. Um, you know, the I think the biggest thing for him will be uh, 
how he, you know, within the first year starts to kind of form his roster. And you can see that, VJ and AD, I want your comments on, on how, what, 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 like who he recruits, what, 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 what size are the linemen. You know, we, we got about, I think we might have the tallest lineman in, 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 in the history of football. You know, from six seven, six nine, six eight, like y'all got a bunch of bootleg power forwards or something like that. You know, so you know what he what his ideal lineman is and defensive line. You know the the whole schematic things. I'd like to think VJ, to be honest with you, in particular defense, you could tailor to whatever you have on your roster. You might want to be like a you know four two five, but you know realistically, you might have to run four three. You know, so. You know, he, he. I don't think you can come in and just blow up the whole roster and think you're going to go and, and transfer and recruit, you know, 60 guys. I think you got to see where we're at, see how what you can get out of it. That's going to tell me more about him and his coaching staff versus trying to do the easy thing and say, oh, we need better players. You mm-hmm. know, everybody wants better players. But ultimately, when you're just coming off a four and eight season, you ain't getting all the best players. You right. got to make them. Right. You know, and that's you know, you talk about when we were good, guys was guys came in and worked hard, right, and got the best out of us. You know what I'm saying? Our, we pushed each other. So I think if he creates an environment like that, I think everything will be fine. You know what, VJ? What you what you talked about earlier? I was sharing that when I first came in. Is that I'm still shocked we beat Iowa, and I'm um, literally I was dude. I was I was stressed out as heck. Last night watching that damn game, and like all of you guys, watch my voice is still gone a little bit. And then me and Jake uh, were at Tanner's last night talking about it as well. You know, just the game, etc. I'm, I'm, the rule thing hasn't really hit me yet. In that, I'm so proud of what Mick and those kids and those coaches did last night at Iowa because Iowa had everything to play for, everything to play for, and we went in there and ruined that whole thing. And for those seniors in particular, VJ, those seniors in particular, you think about this, VJ, Jay, you guys, and me, and I'm two years older than both of you fellas, we knew we were going to a bowl game every year. And, and probably right. we're running for a conference championship and probably a natty, give or yeah. take. We're going to be in contention. For those kids to have nothing to lose, nothing to lose, Iowa had everything to lose. Right. For those kids and Mick to go in there and do that, whether Mickey's retained or not, which we hope he surely is, it, it, I'm just I'm just still blown away by it, man, because it's been seven years since we've got that done. But Jay, to bring back to your point, and VJ to bring to your point, hold up, hold up, hold up. Remember the last three games we were big time dogs. Yeah, yeah. The last three games we were big time dogs, and. We didn't lose by the point spread that they thought we were going to lose. No, by. ten and a half. Should have won the, right. Yeah, you won the game. Yeah, that's a seventeen and a half point swing. Yeah, somebody don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So I see, I see development. I just hope that we can continue in the development that they can figure out how to put a staff together that will be best for the young men that we have down there. That will suit them best. That will be able to recruit the state. Put the fence. You know that Mickey talked about put that fence around the state of Nebraska right, and right. go out and get the best talent that we can right, get. Right. You know what I mean? And, and and I hope that we can do that. I I would think that that would be on the horizon. Um, but you're already hearing grumblings of guys leaving. So VJ, talk um, about in-state recruiting and the importance of that. VJ, talk about the importance of in-state recruiting, man. 
I mean, you you guys know as well as I do. I mean, look at the the best one of the best players in the championship game in high school. Where's he going? Ohio State, Oklahoma State. Oh, so, okay. I'm in Oklahoma State. Yep. yep, yep. So if 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 Oklahoma State and Gundy was able to come in and take one of our best quarterbacks, those are the things that you can't do. You got to get your best guys from the state. I feel like. Not that I'm going to fight any harder than Jay, but Aaron, you're from here. I'm from here. All we know is Husker football. Right. We live it. We die. Jay maybe didn't grow up like that. Jay had to get the Husker fever once he got here. Or Jay, let me ask you, did you have Husker fever before or after you got to Nebraska? It was after, man, you know, to be yeah. honest. But I, but I embraced it, and, and once I, you know, recognized it, I actually I felt like I played better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I started playing for a bigger purpose, and so that, that's, what the, purpose. The, that's what the coaches mm-hmm. got to do as well. So I think, uh, you know, look, recruiting is a big part of it, yeah. and there's not a better recruiter out there than Mickey. Just that alone, Bill Bush and those guys, Applewhite, they all can recruit and they yeah. all can coach. You yeah, got the du- you got the double whammy. There's a lot of coaches out there that can only recruit, and then they can't coach. You got three guys on staff in Beckton that could do both, and so. You know, biggest thing is like even if you got an eight-year contract, where you just don't think just because you got a long runway, just don't use it. You don't doesn't mean you have to use it. You know, go ahead and uh, you know get you know hit the ground running. You know, surprise some people next year. So I think that uh, everything's set up for him to be successful. You know, Mickey's done a lot of the hard work, and, and it wasn't done yet, but he really, really you know smoothed over some some stuff in the foundation to try to get it going in the right direction as he would. And then, you know, obviously, you know, um, Matt rules the head coach. So he's going to, you know, obviously benefit off of that and in recruiting as well, you know, Mickey to continue to recruit, get guys to commit when there was no guarantee to, for him to be here is, is it can't go unnoticed. And so as you're looking on the outside in on what would be advantageous for an incoming coach, it would be to keep those guys that kept working hard and were professionals because ultimately that's a guy you can depend on during hard times. It's not going to be all peaches and cream while he's the head coach here. He's going to lose some games that he's not supposed to. He's not going to maybe reach the expectations that. Whoa, 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 Jay. What? He's not going to reach. He's not going to lose some games that he's. What? You're you're going to lose some. There's going to be. First of all, you're in the big 10. This is the best (laughs) of the best. You're going to lose a game against Purdue that you might be better in, you know, nine out of the ten times, but it might just be their day. They might hit a 60-yard field goal. You know, this stuff happens. But at the end of the day, you want, consistency is going to be his best uh, attribute, and that's what he brings. He brings a tremendous amount of structure and ideas. I'm sure he hopefully he's going to be open to what's realistic around here, and he's going to take that and run with it. And, you know, adding the you know the best people he can that wants to do the right thing by this university, as in when he was at other places, is the best thing he can do. And – their expectations, you know, whether they're realistic or not, or, you know, they're tied to the paycheck. You know, people are always worried about what Mel Tucker's doing, but they ain't worried mm-hmm. about what Jimbo Fisher's doing. I mentioned that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not worried about, you know, what anybody else is doing. So when you start getting a big paycheck, that's that's what the expectations are going to be higher. And as long as he's willing to embrace them, he's going to be good. I mean, this smells like Callahan is nah. Only reason, listen, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm just bringing up history, okay? Right. And I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm behind Matt Rule. He's the coach of my alma mater. Let's get it done, Matt. Let's get it done. 
if that if, if, if he he's the coach, right? Let's get it done. But yeah, that don't stop yeah, the captain yeah. from saying what I want to say. Oh, okay? yeah, I mean, everybody's got an opinion, but I mean, the the comparison to Callahan is easy because they both got fired in the NFL. And they came to Nebraska after a long, strenuous search. But the timing of the search is significantly different than when Frank was fired. Number two, Matt Rule has successful head coaching experience at the college level versus Callahan. You know what I'm saying? The Raiders, Raiders used to – I mean, they took Lane Kiffin from assistant tight end coach at USC to head coach in the NFL. Bro, we're talking yeah. about Baylor and Temple. Okay. Yep. We're talking Baylor and Temple. Okay, so yeah. exactly. So you're making uh, my point. So if you can, you're talking, you're talking yeah. Baylor and Tempo. No, my point before I was interrupted by Mr. Debo, before I got Debo <laughs> out of my point that I was making. Right. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I I like to I like a good challenge, Debo. Still, I hear you. But, I, but what? But, I mean, I, what's, I, but what's your point, though? Me and Bunker just go laughing. <laughs> What's your what is your point though that he was successful well, at Baylor and Temple so that's a negative so but no, BJ if he was at somewhere no, else no no don't speak for me sir don't well, speak I'm for asking me. you I'm not speaking for you well 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 you can pump your little brakes and you good thing we ain't in the room together okay <laughs> it might be some it might be some room chairs and some 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 stuff some walls searching. Okay, folks, this go back thirty years. Let's let you BJ, 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 we're still waiting for your point, man. Back thirty years. Well, yeah, shut up a minute. Cut their mics. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not my show. Here's what all I'm simply saying is: I like the hire. I said it reminds me. Okay, I was here. You probably was playing football, but I was here during that. Okay, and. I asked myself then, the same thing I'm going to ask now, I go by records. What's Matt Rule's record overall? Okay. I'm not getting ready to just give him the red carpet. Hold on one second. Be like, oh, yeah, he's the greatest coach ever. What a great splash hire. You're right. It is a splash hire. But nonetheless, it's a hire. And he's got his work to do. There's work cut out for Coach Rule to do. And I'm looking at it, and I say, what happened at Carolina that they fired you at before two years or after two years? What was it? And that's all I'm saying. Now, does that equate to college? Absolutely. Pro, college, two different things. So all I'm saying is identity, coaching staff. Who's going to be on the coaching staff? All those answers, questions have to be answered. You know, for me, and I want to know what's our identity on all facets of the game. I, I'm interested. I think it's it, it's an intriguing hire. Um, he did turn Baylor around. He did turn Temple around. He is a fiery coach. I like that stuff. I'm not I'm not going bad on Matt Rule. I'm just calling a spade a spade. It is what it is. Records are where the records are. Well, okay? VJ, I'm going to read a few texts to you guys. I want you guys to answer this here. Uh, you guys, VJ and uh, Vashon, you guys go in at it. Uh, we got one right here. How do you set yourself on rule who was 2-15 and 15 against the top 25 and never had a recruiting class in the top 30? Legit. We got another one here. Uh, another question right here goes, um, he goes, 10-win season at Baylor and Temple and after being uh, at the dormant of college football. And it says, okay, VJ, what happened to Saban when he got fired? And he goes, I have a question. And I want you, Jay, I want you to answer this. 
and BJ, you answer this, and, and, and Bach, you chime in. I'm just going to uh, just stay aside on this. I have a question. I hear And hear me out. And this is from unknown texter, 3994. Could it be a negative impact to keep Mickey on? And think about it. Will some players on the team be more loyal to him than the head coach? I want Mickey here for life. Love that guy. Just a question. He goes, okay, VJ, what happened to Saban when he got fired? So, Jay, I'm going to turn it to you. VJ, I'll go to you next. Uh, I mean, they're going to, of course, they're going to, I mean, look, players are going to be loyal to their position coach anyways. So, but if they're loyal to Mickey, they're going to follow Mickey, which is Mickey's going to be lock and step with, with Matt rule. If he's here, see, Mm -hmm. this is, this is the thing is that's different. Don't use it. Don't use his success as having actually true relationships with the players as a negative. When the new guy comes in, Hmm. he Mickey's not going to say, don't play for him. He's going to say, actually play harder for him. If he's going to be on the staff, backstabbing a head coach for the betterment of nobody it right. doesn't help him get another job if he wants to be a head coach if they all talk right but, but talk. It, and then it doesn't help him to be like the coaching and waiting it doesn't help him as far as development players there's nothing positive about it mickey's been through this before he has brothers that are in the nfl they've been in this coaching business before they know it's a business and the business that mickey's in is coaching recruiting developing and having relationships with players mm-hmm. so I don't, you know, if a player is like that, that's, you know, sports isn't conditional, man. Did I ever, did I play with for coaches that I necessarily liked? Nah. I didn't really like my linebacker coach here, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Right. But I'm playing for Nebraska and my teammates, and that's what's the most important. Right, thing. right. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, right. you know, I play, you know, you play, I mean, you know, defensive coordinators, you be like, man, this dude don't know what he's doing, but you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. That's the part of playing sports. It's not conditional. It's either you do it or you don't. Or you don't. That's it. VJ, what do you what do you say, man? What, what do you say about that, Marvin? Guys, let, right, right before you answer uh, that, let's go to station ID and uh, we'll get back to the questions. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet, KNTK FM first ninety three seven. The ticket. All right, Rashawn, go ahead. Uh, I don't think it's a negative impact to keep Mickey on. I think that's the most positive thing that can happen to Coach Rule in this university is to keep Mickey around here and to have him have a significant role uh, as to what, you know, we're doing here at the University of Nebraska. I'm, I'm all behind it. I think uh, Mickey has so much more flavor and, and, and mindset and be, know-how as far as recruiting. Not that Matt doesn't, but he already knows the lay of the land. So to have a person to be able to um, kind of get you know, different secrets and lay of the land, I think would be mm-hmm. beneficial for Matt being successful here at Nebraska. So I'm not a, it's not that I'm going down on Matt Rule. I'm, I'm hoping that this hire is somebody that can be here. He's got an eight year contract, somebody that can be here for the next 15 years. I hope he goes past that. You know, I heard somebody say something about Penn state. Would he get up and leave and go to Penn state? I hope he wouldn't. I would hope yeah. that this, this deal solidified us for the next 15 years. Of course, we know in the coaching carousel that that doesn't happen. But I'm saying in my hopes, I hope that him being a defensive guru, when we mix that with offense and then special teams, that we can have a whole uh, melting pot of of great players and we get back to the Big Ten Championship game. BJ will state it from the text line we got right here from unknown texter, 3994, will state it, Jay, thank you. He said, will state it, Jay. Uh, and VJ just said, uh, what happened to Saban when he got fired? Uh, we put that out there as well. But you know what, fellas? I'm going I'm to go through Wait, but, but hold, hold on, because you said that like three times today. What happened to Saban when he got fired? 
I don't care about Saban when he got fired. Right. Okay? Exactly. I, exactly. I, I'm not worried about Nick no, Saban exactly. when he got fired. Exactly. I'm talking about what we got that's here old going news, on. Man. That's old news. I'm with you. Yeah, I, 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 I'm talking about Matt Rule, and I'm telling you, I didn't say it was. It, I, I didn't say it was a bad hire. I said that it reminded me of that. You asked me when I first woke up. It reminded me of that when I thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from a guy going from the NFL and then coming back, I don't care what the career is. I'm talking about you had an NFL job, then you went back to college job. I don't I, I think there's value. Doesn't Carolina have to pay a little bit of money? Uh, oh no, uh, on you, BJ, you need to ask on Monday. Ask what? If he, I need if to ask he, what? The details of the contract. I need to ask who? Trev and Matt, Matt Rule. Nobody knows if Carolina's on the hook. We might be on the hook, man. We might be like, uh, but, we might be the well, parachute I think, package. I thought university. it was public. I thought it was public knowledge, but maybe it ain't public knowledge. But I, I mean, I don't got to ask anything. It's public knowledge, right? I think Monday, VJ and Bach, I think we'll find out a lot as yeah. far as the details of the contract, yeah. etc. Tricky. We know it's eight years, and uh, Rule is owed forty million, you know, uh, from Carolina. So we'll see what happens with that. But what we'll do, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. And I want to come back and ask both of you guys this. The importance of keeping people in state. Because we looked at that Class A game on Monday, VJ. You've seen the kicker from um, Westside. Five punts. Five kicks. Five kicks. In the walk-off that he had. The importance of retaining talent. And Vershawn, you've coached the Metro for years, man. You know, on, on various levels. So you get that. You get the importance. How does Matt Rule continue to keep those relationships there, which is important because Mickey solidified those, all right, because it's something that was not happening for a long time, VJ. It was not happening for a long time. And and, 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 and Mickey came in and said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything bad about what happened before, but I'm here now. I'm going to make you, let you guys know that I got your back. How do we keep that thing going, though? How do we retain talent? In state, so we're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills, folks. This is breaking news: Matt Rule, the new head coach in Nebraska, will be announced on Monday officially. And you know what, folks? We're behind him because, as we all talked about, we're all Nebraska fans. So we're going to support whoever's here. But we'll be back. Pay some bills. We'll come back. Nine three seven ticket.